Red Motivators! Shit, yes. Hey, everybody. Do you like Taylor Swift and Star Wars? Well, do I have some news for you? Okay, here we go. I don't know why I just turned into Dr. Nick for a second. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 100, and that's what she said, of The Bad Motivators. I am Eric Strahlers, and with me, as always, are my two co-hosts. One Mr. Luke Cruiser. Co-host, hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. I'm a sire. I set the microphone on fire. Rap styles vary and carry like Mariah. Mm. Well. I don't know what that is. I don't it's uh, Inspector Deck from uh, Wu-Tang's The Mystery of the Chess Boxing from the uh, 36 Chambers. Oh, that's cool. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I should have known. That's my jam. Oh, man. Amanda I and I actually get to right there. Album. Amanda and I actually did our uh, to the first, 36 chambers. We did our first dance at our uh, wedding the reception to that song. But I'm just <laughs> nice. kidding. We didn't have a wedding reception. Anyway, hang on. Because there's more. You think, man, this top shelf rap that we just had and all that stuff, we got something <laughs> even better than that. And I know it seems hard to believe, but just bear with me for a second. Our friend from all the way across the world and slightly south or a lot south, actually, from the Star Wars, Star Wars Spelt Out podcast, Josh Chapman. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Uh, I'm so excited to do the commentary on the next new Clone Wars episode. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, I've just been hanging in. I'm just like, what's going to happen next? I don't know. I can't wait. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, man, buddy, we have got something exciting. Here's what we're actually going to do. We talked about starting a Rebels rewatch this week, and we're going to hold off. But uh, for, for maybe <laughs> next week, we'll start that. But what we're going to do instead is we're going to listen to our commentary from the last Clone Wars episode oh. and do a commentary on the commentary. Oh, man. How about them apples, oh, yeah. man? About how nobody laughed at my dick joke about Darth Maul, and then all these people DM me like, that was hilarious when they didn't laugh because it was so funny. <laughs> well, we, we were watching yeah. an epic show. No time for dick jokes. So, you well, had yeah, no it was too, show for dick jokes. It was too serious of a show. So, yeah. Chapman, hold on. Let's, let's, let's roll this back a little little bit man first of all congratulations on passing the 100 episode milestone and i feel terrible that we didn't like do something grand to uh to right. recognize your achievement man but ace job on that oh that's okay you know 100 is not too not too bad uh, 100 stressful you know dms to people to ask them to come onto your show and uh all that kind of stuff. But no, it was really good. I was really happy with it, how it came out. We had a really cracking guest with Darren Hayes from Savage Garden fame, who is a absolute sweetheart. And um, yeah, and I got to back it up having halls on the next week. So, you know, onwards and upwards on that one. Yeah, those are both good gets, man. Neither of which we've been able to get for this show. Of course, we've only asked one of them, but that's <laughs> still been a firm no. Uh, so tell us, tell everybody a little bit about your about your podcast. Uh. Well, we've done a hundred episodes. Uh, we're primarily uh, interview episode ep- episodes, in- interview podcasts. Yeah, so it's just me talking Star Wars with friends. You guys have all been on there before. It's pretty general chit chat, just uh, having a laugh, talking about what's going on generally with Star Wars. Um, silly speculation, just making fun of stuff. Really, um, go for about under an hour, and um, yeah, they're a good time. Really, um, 
I'm pretty happy with how they've turned out. I'm not quite sure what the next – I was kind of going, all right, we're going to keep this ball rolling until celebration really and then we'll see where we're at. And now uh, I could be in this for the long haul really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so speaking of which, uh, by the way, I do love your show. I love the format and I love how you keep it so tight, man. That is really a hallmark of excellent, excellent craftsmanship there. <laughs> yeah, uh, he had me on twice and like – kept me in line it's incredible <laughs> i kept all you guys in line i don't know how i'd rather had all possible. three of you on at once he like sneaky <laughs> does witch doctor things on you and you like get hypnotized by his beautiful face and the next thing you know you're not tangenting at all <laughs> so so josh what's your Yo. slant do you think that celebration is going to happen or no i mean i would have uh, there's two questions all right Celebration is definitely not going to happen for Australians. It may still happen for Americans. Um, we're not going to be let out of the country uh, probably this year for anything, certainly not Star Wars Celebration. Um, so we, we've all kind of resigned ourselves that we're not going to, we're, you know, we're not, we're going to miss it unless it's postponed to next year. Um, I guess it's because it's, it's weird because you guys have like a state by state thing. I just just postpone it. There's no nothing to gain um, by trying to push it out in August. And it seems like all those big announcements that have happened the last couple of weeks, all this stuff we're getting, is stuff that they would have announced at Celebration, like the Taika Waititi stuff. Like they could, they would have waited two months and brought him out on stage and done all that. And all of a sudden, all these little things are dropping. I feel like they're just getting it all out now and 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 then kick the can down the road a little bit. You know, I thought the same thing. Uh, some news popped up this week, some, which, weirdly enough, man. Okay, let's just, just cut right to the chase. We're talking about uh, Tamara Morrison coming back for, to as far as we know, they've never really said to play Boba Fett, but going to be in The Mandalorian Season 2. Going to be Boba Fett. That's what we're expecting. Uh, however, they did just release a uh, show Hot Toys commander rex that looks suspiciously Mm. like him it's really nice yeah it looks great but but we assume he looks like he went to an m&m concert and then went (laughs) i need to get this shit dyed like (laughs) slim shady it does a little a little bit i will agree with you there but but anyway he that he's gonna come back mandalorian season two to be boba fett and now we talked about this in our production meeting before the show that people, you know, there's sites already saying that, that he'll have a much bigger role in season three. And it's like, man, slow down, do the dance with me at, at least, you know, but, but yeah, when that popped up, it was a big deal, but it didn't set the internet on fire. Like I thought it might. So what do you think? Why do you think that is anybody? Is he? He's never actually. He has he. Play, he's never actually played Boba Fett. Certainly not in the suit. Like he did a few. He's re-recorded those those voiceovers in Empire Strikes Back. Um, mm-hmm. Does he speak in Return of the Jedi? I can't remember. I can't remember. Does Boba Fett any, have any lines in Return of the Jedi? Maybe not. Maybe I like, don't, ah! no, I, don't, I don't think he so. Had, That's he about had it. lines in Battlefront. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he like hits on a Twilight. Uh, but we don't hit, we don't hear him actually say anything to her. He just like touches her chin. Like yeah, yeah but man. I don't know. I um. Uh, I, I figured we would talk about this after who got what, but what do I know? Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> I I it's big news, man. Halls would be so mad if we didn't lead with this. Come on. Well, it's <laughs> well, because we were point. we we were talking to Chapman about celebration, and then this just came out because of it. But anyway, no, go it's, on. It's, it's, it's it's all good. I gotta dig at you when I can. Um, the I don't know. I think it's I think it 
I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the, the the article came out that said that he was coming back to play Boba Fett. But then more more people were saying that he won't be may, maybe he won't he won't, won't, won't be playing just Boba Fett. So then the speculation was Rex and everything else. Gotcha. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Could be like a coming to America kind of thing, you know, where he plays like six or seven different pe- like people in the Mandalorian. He's just kind of got like a different wig on, or yeah, yeah, that'd be <laughs> and, just and fine, man. Sexual chocolate, dude. <laughs> no. I'd love me some Tamora Morrison, so I'd be I'd be all for it. I don't I'm, know, you know. I'm excited if he is in it, I, but I don't understand why people are really pissed about it. Like they're upset. I'm like, huh. Oh, like, it's it's Star Wars news, buddy. That's true. That's true. But like, I didn't expect a backlash immediately before they'd seen anything, or you know what uh, I mean. It's Star Wars news, when buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just it just reminded me of when the thought of if they had leaked Baby Yoda. Could you imagine if people had said, you know, there's going to be a baby and it looks just like Yoda and it has the Force? I mean, people would be so pissed. But now that they've seen the show, Baby Yoda mania, right? Anyway, go ahead, Chapman. Uh, oh, sorry, man. I was just going to say that, like, when all that Taika Waititi stuff came out last week, like a lot of podcasts, mine, inclu- mine, and probably I think yours as well, were sort of going, "Oh, well, maybe he's he's going to look at Boba Fett, you know, having a New Zealand leading man and all that kind of stuff, him being a Kiwi." And then it's just weird that this drops days after that comes out. So whether it's trying to clear the decks of that speculation, or if it's just a total coincidence, or if it's just you know New well, Zealand Day, who knows? It makes you wonder because. They have tried to make a Boba Fett movie, so they're that that it's common sense that that would have legs. I'm not saying that's what he's gonna do, but I'm okay with whatever mm. he does. <laughs> I I really I really have my doubts. Like I I know we had the the whole debate a long time ago. It doesn't even matter anymore. But I really have my doubts that they're gonna have a Boba Fett movie. I think they're gonna probably wrap up his arc in the Mandalorian, whatever they're doing. I think they're going to give him a, a close. And I, you know, people are like, I hope he's a bad guy and whatever. I actually kind of hope he's kind of a mentor. That's what I was hoping. I I, kind of hope he's more of a, he's like, yeah, yeah, dude, I definitely screwed up. Look at me. I'm all acid burned. Like I should, I should have, should have, should have rethought my ways and, you know, and I really hope that uh, uh, if I, I really want to see, Rex and Boba Fett talk. I know it'll be just like, you know, to more on each side of the camera doing different takes, whatever, but that would be awesome. <laughs> right. Know? Just to, just to kind of, you know, I thought all of the copies of my father were dead, except for me, you know, that, that would have been, that'd be pretty cool, you know? So how, how does the aging work there? Like what's the age acceleration? Cause obviously Boba Fett ages like a normal man. It's like, like double normal men. I, I think, I think that's why he'd just be him. Yeah, Boba Fett would probably be age appropriate, and then you'd have yeah. to old man make old man it up. Uh, yeah, that, I, I actually don't, think, I don't think you'd have to. I actually think Rex would be more age appropriate because the, the more is probably in his sixties, right? You would think. Yeah, I mean, so Rex in Rebels was about, I think, about thirty years old. I think they said he was born. Like thirty-two years before Battle of Yavin, or something like that. Thirty years, something like that. So mm-hmm. he looked about like a fifty-something-year-old man in Rebels, you know, with this sped-up thing. So you got to think by the time of, you know, five years after Jedi, he's going to be looking like he's in his sixties. So, so he's so fifty-nine, thirty-four, sixty-eight. He's more, 59. more than this. Yeah, according yeah. to Wikipedia. 
Yeah, but I mean, he but I but but he, so so he's kind of in the sweet spot where he could kind of go up or down go pretty good. Way. Mm. So like Eric, you know, you don't know if Eric's I, a twenty. Honestly, <laughs> looking at looking at the picture of him sh- with the shaved head, I just feel like he would just have to grow a beard and have it be white like Rex has in Rebels. I yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's all they'd have to do to do Rex, and then Boba Fett. It's just like. Whatever they want it to be. Is it just the um? Is it the Ahsoka connection? Is that why everyone just goes is jumping to Rex? Like they, no one would have thought there'd be any Rex in the Mandalorian if there was no Ahsoka rumor, right? It's yeah. got to be the Ahsoka rumor and the Sabine rumor. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. all kind of. Well, we'll feels like we'll loop back to that. We'll loop back to that. Um, you're right. I shouldn't have let this happen and jumped in it too soon. But once we <laughs> once we start talking about <laughs> it's about uh um. Announcements that could have been at Celebration, yeah, I I really expected people to still be flipping their lid about this. And I mean, not that people don't think it's a big deal, but you know what I'm saying. But anyhow, mm-hmm. since Cruiser mentioned it before, how about we go ahead and do that? How about we jump in and we talk about... <laughs> and as always, the guest gets to go first. Mr. Chapman, do you have a what that you would like to tell us about? I do. I got something in the mail the other day, and I haven't got anything in ages. I got the Empire Strikes Back retro figures. So I've got the the Boba Fett, the Yoda, the Lando, the Leia, the Han, and the Luke. So the little, the the classic three and three quarter Mm -hmm. retro Mm -hmm. ones, which look great, although to my absolute fury they don't sit they don't sit up straight there's no the bubble doesn't go to the bottom of the car yeah yeah and there's a gap and they like they dag the the new hope ones have a little thing at the bottom so they sit up straight and i've had to kind of just put them on the shelf leaning backwards a little bit so i'm a bit i don't know why they decided not to do that so Put that in your in your grievances to hasbro surveys brothers (laughs) well i'm trying to remember what figures it is i have sitting over on my shelf there i had to take these little squares of cardboard and slide it under the bubble so that they would stay Mm. up straight and i'm like this is an annoyance that i can barely live with (laughs) (laughs) on on top of that with the uh with the for the 40th anniversary stuff is they have that the damn whatever paper they have on the inside, some kind of an, some kind of warning label or something on the inside of the Empire Strikes Back six inch at the bottom of the bubble. It's like I don't want to see that shit. Like, why do you? Yeah. Why is like, that? Luke's in just there? like discarded his newspaper or something. He's just like, oh, I've just chucked it at my feet, and you know, I'll yes. get rid of it later on. It's like it's it's like it's like a it's like a like a four time folded little piece of twenty pound <laughs> paper. Like, what is what is this? What, why is this here? Yeah, I'm never gonna read it. Obviously, I have them in the package. <laughs> so, which one's your favorite one? How do they look to your eye, Josh? Oh, uh, they all look. They look great. Um, I mean the the stick the big sticker all is always a bit of a sticking point, but um, mm-hmm. I'm too chicken to, to risk sort of pushing it off. I mean the Boba Fett one looks great, um, and that's sort of you know I would have liked to have gotten that Black Series one in that style, but it was sort of cost prohibitive, so it's nice to have that. And I do have a soft spot for the um, the Yoda as well. I, I had the Han and I had the Leia and the Boba as a kid. I never had Luke or Yoda, so I'm a little a little bit you know, happy to have those. On oh, the Lando is very cool too, but yeah, I think the Yoda, just because he's so little. Well, that, did you get anything else, buddy? Uh, what else have I got? Oh, I got the 40th Black Series Luke as well. 
So mm. I, I had to go shopping about a week or two ago and I went to a, a shopping center, you know, which I'm not supposed to really do, but I went there anyway. And one of the stores there, <laughs> one of the pop, the pop culture stores had it. Well, I went, I did go to the supermarket. You're supposed to only go out unless you, you know, you're doing shopping and they had the Luke and I just thought, oh, I wanted to get that. So I, I, got, I picked up the Luke. I had and, to buy um, butter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was, I didn't get I didn't get much, and uh, yeah, I picked that up. So that that's up on the shelf too. So that's looking good, and I think that's about it. Oh, and I picked up the vintage, a vintage um, collection Luke Skywalker Return the Jedi one at a place called Cash Converters, which is almost like a chain of pawn stores, like pawn shops in <laughs> oh. Australia. Pawn shops, sorry, and um, pawn shops. I, it was still, okay. It was. It was. You say pawn? It was or still pawn? on card. Pawn. 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 Oh, pawn, that's why yeah. I started laughing because at first sorry, I thought the, you said porn store. I thought you said porn store. I'm yeah. like, okay. I went in there to get my pawn, and you know, and I happen to have. <laughs> I'll take ten dollars worth of porn, please. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I picked that up, which I was really happy because I've never seen it in the wild in Australia, and I've only ever seen it online for like fifty bucks. So I got it for under twenty dollars Australian too. So nice. That's card. always a good one, man. So not too bad. Let me ask you guys a question. Do do any of you have an interest in that uh, Luke on Dagobah with Yoda in the backpack black series? Yeah, I think it's neat. Is it $45 neat? That's, I'm not sure about. I'll wait for it to come down. It's like $80 here. It's like $80 in Australia. There's no way. (laughs) Dang. Yeah. At least his arms don't look as weird. You know, they did that, um, the smaller version of him with Vader and he had those really freaky arms, um, that, that three pack. Yeah, that uh, I passed. His on arms that, are man. his arms are a little bit better on this on the Black Series one, but not much better. Yeah, it was the elbow joints. They were so bizarre looking. Mm. I yeah, I'm not sure why that ended up being like that, but yeah, no good, no good at all. What about you, Cruiser? What'd you get, man? I actually got stuff again. It's like three weeks in a row. I feel like I've hit the lottery or something. Sweet. Uh, I got little. Little tiny BB Yoda. Aww. I got I got him in the mail. I I like I almost feel bad for like taking him if I if I take him out of the package because like I, I feel like I would be a bad parent like taking him out of the safety container. Keep him safe there. Because <laughs> like I, I just I just know like but I gotta tell you though, the detail on it is shockingly good for how tiny the thing is. Yeah. Like even his little eyes look really good. It's surprising. But like, but like, and like, Eric, your little spiel about it last week made me be like, man, maybe I don't want to take it out because like, you can't lift his arms at all. Nothing holds. None of the little things fit in his hands. I'm just like, you can lift his arms. You just got to be careful because they will pop right out. But the stuff saying, not like, fitting in his hands is a little annoying. But of course, then you know what his hands would look weird if yeah. there weren't anything in them. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, obviously the 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 accessories. There's like. It, or just like the, to nudge you forward, the idea of spending ten dollars for this little tiny thing, you know. So it's <laughs> like it's like whatever. But I did get a couple other things. Um, I ordered it this weekend, and I guess I guess uh, Amazon's just back to whatever they're going to do. But I got a couple art of books that came in today. One is the uh, the Fallen Order. Ooh, art of book. nice, mm. nice. I've not, nice. They're still in, they're still in the plastic. I've I've been doing finals all day, so I've not been able to look at them yet. But um, and the rebels are the oh, book which dude. I've, I've been nice. waiting for forever. Which from what I've saw online already, there is a a full fully forged director Krennic in here. So mm. they were thinking on having oh. him in there, and then yeah. they didn't go through with it. 
That's so, a I mean, shame. Isn't the Rebels book, isn't that art book just all the Ralph Macquarie paintings they ripped off, basically? <laughs> <laughs> Shush your mouth, sir. How dare you? Ripped dare off. You. And uh, something else I got today was a, was a text message from Tom Chansky telling me that I was a virus because of my tweet. <laughs> that, 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 that went viral. Everybody's been going everywhere. He, he's like, you're, oh, he's yeah. like, you are a virus. I'm seeing that, that post all the time. I'm sorry, dude. I just tweeted it out. Well, you know, but I only saw it for the first time yesterday and went, oh, this is hilarious. And then I just looked at it and went, oh, it's got like... 60,000 likes or something on it. It was Dude, crazy. It's ridiculous. It's a, it's a plague on my phone, I'll tell you that much. Dude, you <laughs> that's that's cool though, man. That's cool and I'm glad that you shield out the show underneath of it. Hopefully somebody noticed. I felt bad about it. I was like, uh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I didn't make the video, right. you know. I just I just saw it, you know, and I put it up there and it's a cool and but I I I put a I put the tweet for our last show on there. And the only reason I know anybody looked at it at all, besides the likes on it or whatever, is because the video that was attached to it had like a thousand more views on it. Sweet. <laughs> so, so, all right. So somebody's looking at something. So, you know, there you go. It always just looks like something's gone wrong, doesn't it? You look at your phone, just go, what? It's like, this seems so weird. Like, you guys know I do a Peppa Pig podcast as well. And um, we just got put on this platform in India. We got asked to put it on there for whatever reason. And then their app, we were one of the editor's picks on the app this week or last week, and I just logged into my phone to check the Peppa Pig stats like I normally do, and that the download had gone up something like 300%. And you look at the, the graph <laughs> oh, going, wow. what is going on here? Something is like, is somebody broken? Like, have I left things <laughs> on a loop somewhere and just forgotten? It took me, because with the, the Peppa Pig episodes are so short, we're on like the cheapest Podbean, you know, hosting thing. So that the stats are really, really garbage. So they barely tell you anything. So I'm like messaging our buddy Matt Frost going, something's going up here. I think the thing's broken. We've got like all these. And I finally traced it back to this platform in India where, yeah, for whatever reason, they just love the Mother's Day episode of Peppa Pig. So there you go. <laughs> that, that's a great show, man. Oh, I save them up, big chunks of them, and we'll listen to them all in a string whenever I'm driving. Of course, here lately, I haven't driven anywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting like three weeks to the gallon right now as far as <laughs> yeah. my, driving yeah. my car goes. But yeah. uh, So, Cruiser, you said something there that, that comp- it's only sort of related, but it really made me think about it. You said that you know you didn't make the video, so you felt bad using it you know but i mean that it's killer that it worked out i had something happen this past week a guy that i used to be in a band with like over 20 years ago he died of and i hated to hear that hadn't seen him in you know a solid 20 years and uh i just i happened to share it on facebook so that you know anybody that i knew who knew him i'm like man ronnie was a really good dude so on and so on and people started commenting on it, you know, so sorry for your loss. And I'm like, no, no, I I hadn't seen Ronnie in 20 years. And so then I changed the thing to be like, you know, I hadn't seen Ronnie in forever, all caps, but man, I'm so glad I knew him. And then it kept happening. And I was like, I do not, now I feel like yes. a dick. And so I deleted it because it's it's like, I just wanted people to read about Ronnie and see, you know, because it was cool. His obit talked about some of the bands he had been in and all this, even though when they put Ransom, the band I was in, they put an S and not a dollar sign in place of it. <laughs> Stylized. Dude, you didn't put a bad motivators promo at the bottom <laughs> there too, Struthers? Dude, I got to tell you, I've thought about deleting it several times just because of how much it, it is. But like, 
when I when I look at some responses, like so many people are having a good time with it. I'm just like, man, I hate to deprive people of any kind of little bit of joy they get these days. I'm like, nah, just, <laughs> just let her ride. It's reached almost three million people. That's ridiculous. Oh, That's cool. So I don't man. even. So did you actually trace track down the person who did it, like the actual. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's a dude from um from Reddit. Um, is like, forget what it is. It's like um um. Oh, I, I shared it because I kept wanting to find out who it was. It's it's a guy from it's called it's a Reddit user called Like Onions, whatever that is. And he posted mm. he pro he posted it to the to the prequel meme subreddit, I guess. And people kept saying like, I think it's on I think it's on Reddit. I'm like, dude, I have no idea. I found it randomly on Twitter, and then I shared it, thinking I'll get like a good thirty likes from my buddies. Go, ha ha, it's hilarious. And then a couple big name accounts tweeted it and then here you go it's like it's been a freaking rolodex constantly on my freaking phone so like <laughs> you know, you're, you're, gonna promo that, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna promo that guy cruiser you're gonna give him a little bit of you're gonna give him his moment in the sun his next tweet's gonna be like covid is a scare sham or you're <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah. no i elevated no, him. no like onions no how why <laughs> no no like like he actually said because like a, a lot of people are kind of taking it as a way to like that's how it should have gone and blah 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 you know like in Ridge of the Sith and and like he actually was like no like I did this because I thought it was hilarious and 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 because they they gave you the blank template with Obi-Wan and his that is in his blooper reel with the blue screen behind him he's like somebody had to do it and I did and I did and he was like I actually love all of the movies so I hope I hope I hope nobody takes it as that way I'm just like this dude sounds like my kind of dude so hopefully he's a good guy <laughs> Well, you know, if he if he shows up at your house, you may consider locking all the doors. But what do I? Well, know? hey, bro, I it's 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 like it's it's like it's on YouTube getting me revenue or anything. So like, <laughs> it's, it's not like <laughs> that's true. But dude, when you cash in those Twitter dollars for that, that's oh, got to be worth something. Oh right? yeah, Twitter bucks. Yeah. So uh-huh. okay, so Woodrow, what about you, man? What did you get this week? Man, I cleaned house. You sure you want me to go? Just go. Just don't tell us a, uh, a, a life story for every uh, item. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't know it was me. To see, my cruiser was that one person. Uh, yeah, my bad. Um, so I've got uh, my 40th wave came in with the uh, Dagobah Yoda, Luke, um, Han, Leia, the snow ATAT driver, you know, that thing. Okay, here I gotta show. I know this is bad podcasting, but the detail on this thing is surprisingly like crazy. I don't know if you guys can see this, but even on his breathing apparatus, it's got like the Arabesh like code oh. numbers on it. it that's yeah, the cool. ATAT, yeah, that's a reissue though. I mean, we they, that's a, that's just a repack. I was gonna say, is it? Oh, got, these got are the not one. repacks. Is it the same or. No, these are not repacks. I thought the same thing, but I held up my um, ESB Black Series Lando to the new 40th, and his face is completely different. The joints are different. Same thing with the ESB Leia in this bubble pack. The knee joints are completely different. Her face is more detailed. So these are completely new figure designs. They're not They're not repacks. I, well, I nice. mistakenly like... Well, luckily I've got something here I've spent money on already to compare it to. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, I snagged. Um, so those five came in um, only ninety-seven bucks from Megalopolis and free shipping. Hell yeah! Nice dude. Like for five figures, yeah. Um, and also, um, I I had gotten the um, probe droid 
from Amazon originally, and the mm-hmm. box was jacked. I didn't get a chance to mention that on the show last week. So I had sent it back and got my money refunded because Megalopolis had it. So I just ordered it from them. It was the same price anyway, so it didn't really matter. Um, and you're right, man. This thing is gorgeous. It's going to look awesome in the box. No, I've got that <laughs> Elite Series to open because I don't mind opening metal figures. Did you guys get your uh, shipment notification for the Elite I, figure? I have not gotten it. Oh, I've got Character. mine sitting at the house. Holy shit, really? <laughs> yeah, it's. That, I don't want to spoil my turn on who got what, but <laughs> you know what I got. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, so I got Chris Hall's Phantom Menace poster. Did you get that for uh, celebration? Oh, nice. No, I got it. Uh, I, I missed out on it. I, I just never got it. So I decided to get it. Uh, oh, man. You know, when he did That's his sale. Yeah. And uh, yeah, appreciate that, Chris. Thank you. So that that's it for me, unless I didn't, you know, mention the Lando last I have week. two or three of those here. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a grip of them in, in this frame. <laughs> this, just with the one in the front. Um, but but uh, anyhow, anyhow. So, OK. Yeah, I got my probe droid and he looks great and weirdly enough man he showed up to my place of business on sunday you know i work at a church and so it just so happened henry and i were there and i got the delivery notification in my email so like i'll be damned there it was sitting outside the door waiting for us and of course he's like what's in there dad i said nothing for you buddy but we can open it up and look at it (laughs) and uh, it does it looks great i haven't actually taken it out of the plastic yet but i will uh it does. It looks really good. The other thing I got for May the 4th, I ordered the Skywalker Saga uh, 4K Blu-ray set from Best Buy because it was on sale. And uh, you know what? Already. It's 200 bucks. And it normally 250 Yeah. And so, hmm. so um, when I got it, it, they just threw it in like a, like a bubble mailer. You know, that wasn't in a box and I get it in one of the corners is dinged, but I didn't notice it until I got the cellophane off because it's friggin' black and it's yeah. the way the Death Star's on there and textured. So I get it out and I realize it and I'm like, mm. son of a bitch. And so it turns out our buddy Rashad had something similar happen, except his was internal damage. Long story short, I'm talking to him. He says, man, I just called him up and said this and this, and they're sending me another one. I was like, oh, really? So I called him up and they're like, man, that's the saddest story I've ever heard, Mr. Strothers. <laughs> so you know what you need to do? You need to just take it back to the store. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let's back up to where you send me another one. Because I do not want to go to it. Anyway, long story short, Rashad has gotten his his uh, replacement one in. Both of them are wrecked here and there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to think that maybe I'll just be happy with this one. Because it doesn't look terrible. It's just annoying. You know what I mean? I bought it for the, mm-hmm. not to look at it. I bought, I mean, I bought it to watch the the bonus features and stuff. Not to look at the box sitting there, even though the box does look cool. But yeah, there it was, man. And the packaging is neat, but the, the the steelbook part itself, the way they laid it out and the way with all the discs in there, it's really cool, man. And I'm glad I got it. I was really tempted to just hold out and wait, but you know, it was May the 4th and I had that woo, crazy Star Wars Day buzz going and <laughs> just couldn't stop so, myself. So, so there's so there's steelbooks, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So is, is it like all the ones that they've released before? Like, like like that packaging? Well, so I don't have any of the other Steelbooks. Mm. But when you open it up, you get it out of the box, and it's this big fold-out, multiple pages, steel front and back, 
you know, made okay. out of metal sort of thing. But um, it's really neat. The way it opens is neat. I do wish the one corner wasn't ding, but I do think I'm just going to sit on it. I have until the end of the month to decide, but oh God, the thought of going to Best Buy and getting in there, the drive-up queue and that whole bit, it's like, nah, I'm good. Just to yeah. go in there and find the same thing too, you know what I mean? But uh, anyway, so on and so on. But who, yeah, I'm, who, who, put, who puts a $200 thing in a bubble mailer? Dude, I don't hell? know. I was so annoyed whenever I saw it. I thought maybe it's actually surrounded by another box inside here. No, no, sir. I but. mean, even that baby Yoda I got that came in that little tiny box came in a way too big a box. I don't know what's going on with that with Amazon, but <laughs> dude, but uh, we we ordered uh, some uh, Lego book and then these uh, washer washing machine cleaner pods. Mm-hmm. Amanda got they threw those in like a a bubble mailer basically shows up one of those things had been it had been crushed and all the powder was out and got all over this book. And I took oh. it with a damp cloth and tried to wipe it off, but you could still just tell like it was never going to be the same. <laughs> they they sent new ones, but it's like, man, oh man, just the shipping mishaps that cause so many problems. It's so stupid. Oh. But I've really, really been tempted to pull the trigger on that, the, the Empire Strikes Back 40th wave. It's very tempting and my resolve is weakening by the day but you know with no gigs on the horizon i don't 18 each man 18 I each know. i just don't know that <sighs> i can i just i just don't think i can do it i we i was actually just talking to joe tonight i don't know when the next time we're going to play a show is going to be and that's where that money comes from so any yeah, guys are going to murder like, it when I, you do, though. You're going to like have the best show ever when yeah. you come back, <laughs> even if it's in front of six people. Man, I feel like you guys are just going to play your fucking souls out. the jungle, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, I it's going to be. I would love to be there. I bet that thing's going to kill. Well, I think we'll <laughs> play face get well. melted off. <laughs> but the problem is, is whether or not venues are going to be able to afford to pay bands. Yeah, I think we'll do I mean, okay because we're top shelf band. But I, I. You know, these places are going to open up to, uh, you know, limited capacity and they're not going to be able to afford to pay a band two grand to come in there and play to a a quarter of their normal customer base, especially after being closed this long. They know that they can fill that place up 25% of the way without paying a band to do it. So, I mean, aren't bars like like basically almost last on the list of things they're going to open up along with like conventions and stuff oh, dude. like that. Our bars yeah. open up here on the 15th of this month. Okay. St- states that have some kind of self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pub, pubs, are, pubs are the last thing here. My brother-in-law, he runs a big pub in the city here in Melbourne and he's like, they're the last off the decks basically. They just, <laughs> so... Yeah, I think that's going to be pretty common all the way around. Um, even if it's a place where you eat, it's going to fall under the same kind of thing. So you just they need to, they want to keep people mm. apart, and I get it, I totally get it. But uh, well, now that we're back to talking about when stuff's going to reopen, uh, you know, we talked about Reed Pop having uh, oh their announcement of here's what might happen if we had to cancel <laughs> celebration. And then they had their virtual convention that was really like a conglomeration of things 
all around. It wasn't like a one live stream. It, I don't know if you guys had took a look at that and were like, well, you have to go here and watch this. And then you go over here and watch this at this time and blah, blah, blah. But I got to tell you, I have heard zero buzz about any of that. Have you guys heard anybody talking about how that went? Because this would have been last week on May the 4th and 5th. No, I forgot, I forgot that it happened. I mean, it's the middle of the night here anyway, but it's just weird that that they had this thing and then they, these other announcements completely that you would have used that for didn't happen. Like, surely that's the platform, isn't it? Well, like, yeah, and that's what, do it. that's what I figured. They're going to see how this goes and then they're going to say, hey, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, nothing. I don't, I, I don't know anybody who actually watched any of it. So... Maybe something huge just dropped and we just don't know. We're living in a world where there's this huge sure. piece of Star Wars. Like if a piece of Star Wars news drops and no one hears it, does it really, you know, does it really happen? But uh. <laughs> that, oh, you just blew my mind, sir. Yeah. I, I, because I, I did think like there's, it, it's a novel idea. Now, when I hear people talking about how, oh man, if I, I think they should just do like a virtual convention or, you know, stream it. Just stream it. Everything will be cool. And I'm like, no way, man. I don't. It, that is not for me when it comes to spending that much money on a four-day pass. Is It's about hanging out with the people. The panels no. and all that. By all means, do it, but I'm not paying for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, do it. But yeah, don't say, hey, instead of us giving you your money <laughs> like, back hey, yeah, and, and a ticket. Here you go. You, you got a VIP class to sit on your laptop at home in your underpants and watch some watch Anthony Daniels plug his book. Because <laughs> let's be real. I'm going to be in my underpants if I'm there in person and he's plugging his book. So, it's, <laughs> But but yeah, I, I, I don't know that... Uh, I'm really kind of surprised at this point that they haven't said anything. Here we are. I mean, we're still three months away, but um, yeah, I don't know. So I mean, yeah, like I, I mean, said before, we're they, not even, getting out. Even, so even if they don't cancel it, I'm not going. Like I'm I just can't not. Go. I, I, I'm I'm not going to go. Like it. So 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 they're either either, either going to piss me off and not be able to be to get my money back, and then be like, well, maybe fuck you. I won't go next time then. And, you know, the same with like, you know, we have the, the, the Airbnb shit and all the other stuff like like, come on, guys, like think realistically, like we're not going to have a vaccine for this thing for a long time. Like, why take the chance? Like, I mean, wouldn't there be a, a potential like lawsuit in place if, if, the, if a big outbreak were to take place? Well, and that's that's you bring up a fine point. Because, and welcome to the Bad Motivators COVID-19 podcast. We have, so, you know, I work at a church and a lot of people at the church are like, well, my God, if you're a person of faith, then you just, blah, 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 and I said, well, okay, you see that alligator over there? You should go put your head in that thing's mouth. Now, I, here's the deal. It has bitten a few people, but they were all old and they had all already been bitten on the head by something else. Uh-huh. So it, chances are it's not going to hit you. And if you're a person of faith, you'll go stick your head in that alligator's mouth. It, the people don't understand the parallel. But anyhow, that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I'm The thing I'm really here to talk about is we've had a f- handful of people at our church who were like, I'm willing to, we need to stand up to this. We need to just go ahead and have church. What are they going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And I brought this up in a staff meeting. Said our insurance will drop us if we do that. Go against state, because here's the deal. 
even if it's not somebody getting the COVID-19, if somebody falls on the property and we were in there violating the order of the state, they're going to use that as a way to not pay out on it. Uh-huh. And they won't. I guarantee you. And so it's like, you, what? And it, <laughs> it's that sort of <laughs> mindset that people just don't think past past that. But yeah, I would think if, good Lord, if something happened, it, it the, the lawsuits oh. would be horrific. Well, Australia is, we're, like, we're in lockdown. You can't, so anybody who flies into Australia, um, for whatever reason, if you're coming home, you're in. They basically put you up in a hotel room for two weeks and supervise you so you can't leave. So that was how they basically knocked the curve right down. It's like anybody, because most of it came from overseas. So if you flew in on a plane, they were you all because all the hotels were empty because nobody was staying in them. Everybody got these people got put in controlled centers to sort of make sure that nobody was infected. But now they're just going. Yeah, borders are closed. You're not getting out. So if they announce, hey, we're still going along. You know, everybody wear your mask, so wash your hands. Da da da. They won't let us out of the country until the end of the year anyway so it'll be, it'll be a write-off for us um so we're just hoping that they post like postpone the next year like what do you got to lose not like there's a movie at the end of the year right um, i mean you guys should be used to it anyways you're you're an island full of prisoners anyways so it, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. it checks out you <laughs> fight amongst leave. yourselves <laughs> yeah oh so so can so i mean Mad I know max down here cruiser <laughs> Oy. Anyways, uh, I, I noticed there's, I mean, I, I know that there's there, there's no technical border between uh, New Zealand and Australia. Can you still go to New Zealand or is that cut off too? That's cut off. That They reckon that'll be the first place to open up. So they're already in negotiations to say, hey, once we're all cool, we'll be able to sort of swap in between the two of us and, and eat off each other's tourism and so on and so forth. So, you know, we'll get that. So if they want to move celebration to Wellington or something, that'd be that'd be all right. But uh, <laughs> you know, maybe they'll just maybe they'll just do that. They'll just move it all down here. But I mean one other thing that has come up on my podcast a few times is that um, the the big Fox studios in Sydney where they shot episode two and three um, is sitting there. And you know, we're going to get out of this thing, it looks like, before a lot of other places. I think Disney own those studios now. So if they want to stick Ewan McGregor on a plane, have him sit in a hotel for two weeks and then start rolling that Obi-Wan show, it's possible that some production stuff might end up moving down here. Huh. And I can be in it. <laughs> well, I'd say I mean, that's I can their, stand out the front. <laughs> that's their top priority is to get you in there, man. I can uh, see you walking oh, yeah. randomly in the background, trying not to be <laughs> waving. So, so Chapman, <laughs> let me ask you this then. While we're talking about this, we just we just finished up with the final season of the Clone Wars. What'd you make of that, man? How'd you feel about it? Were you into it? Has Clone Wars been your thing? T- just tell us all about it. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I'm glad they came back. Um. I was I I always enjoyed the Clone Wars. I wasn't a, like a huge fan or anything like that. I think probably when it hit, I probably felt I was a bit old. You know, I wasn't in the age demographic for it. I think I'm a lot more forgiving now that I'm old and I've got kids and stuff. I think, but I always I watched them all and followed it. And then when they said it was coming back, I was like, great, you know, bring it back. Um, and obviously, the last four episodes were amazing. Um, and I was surprised that they weaved it right in with Revenge of the Sith. It was quite a funny because I've, I've been talking to a mate of mine. And he'd been sort of playing through Disney Plus, and I said, "Oh, dude, watch the last four episodes of the Clone Wars. If you haven't seen it, just go back, watch it. Like it's really good. It's great." And he texted me the other day, and he's going, 
I, I don't get it. Was that Darth Maul in the Darth Vader con- costume at the end? Like, did that happen just afterwards? Uh, I'm like, no, you idiot. Like, he didn't know. He'd never seen it. He didn't know anything who Ahsoka Tano was. I'm like, no, that's her, like, platoon. That's why she's sad. And then that was Anakin's platoon. And then he's coming back to look at that and pay respects. He's like, uh, I mean, it looked cool. And the action was good, but the rest just went over my head, man. But, um, yeah, look, I, it, I think it was all upside, no downside. People whinged about those earlier episodes a little bit, but I think they were a means to the end to, to get you to that journey. So um, it's a shame. I mean, it's good that it went on a, on a high. I think they couldn't have gone out on a better high, really. So after this, then, what we have, you know, we hear rumors that there's going to be a Rebels sequel. And our friend Noah Outlaw, you guys follow him on Twitter, maybe. He has said that he heard that, um, that this was going to be a thing. Sources say kind of deal and now he's also doubling down and saying that he has heard that sabine is going to be in the mandalorian along with ahsoka but does that does that strike your fancy at all were you into rebels yeah i liked rebels you know like i think everyone's assuming that like our oh, rebels sequel you know, it'll be the search for ezra and all that kind of stuff like that like what i'd really like to see in a rebel sequel is like let's run into rogue one let's run into a new hope let's see what's going on around the rebellion around that time like you know let's get into echo base and all like let's do that let's just step to the side and see some stories of the stuff that's going on around there like have them find out that that um you know there's a luke luke skywalker turns up you don't actually if you don't have to have them like luke leia han in there okay maybe not but you could do these parallel stories and stuff like where was Hera and the attack of the death star and stuff like that like that would just that'd be really cool like don't jump forward right away if you don't need to. Let's let's build on that. Uh, I I see your point on that, but the series ended after Return of the Jedi, so I think the eh. I think the I think I think I think people's logical conclusion is that they would that they would go after that. Um, I can see what yeah, you're saying, so. like, but but they but they would have to be backtracking, and I just I don't think people have interest as much as you're saying in what they were all doing during the during the battle and i honestly i feel like a lot of people even though they have that whole empire that that that, that the main comic run going between empire and what you know new hope and empire whatever or no empire and jedi whatever the hell it is um and but i feel like a lot of people are kind of like trying to see okay what else are you going to do and mm. you know what else is going to happen like are you going to keep going back to this and like mark hamill just had an in, a, a entertainment weekly or time whatever the hell it is uh said that he's that he's definitely hung up the character forever he's not coming back stuff like that so like you know i'm not he's i'm not saying he would never voice him or whatever but it it, it doesn't sound it, it sounds it sound like he's done with it and he had that big yeah. whole episode nine uh picture he put out recently where he's saying thanks Star Wars fans for all the blah 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 and whatever and and he just seems like he, he's like he's like my character had a beginning a beginning middle and end and I'm ready for it to be done basically so I don't know I just think we kind of we, we're gonna have to kind of let those guys ha- realize that they have their story and they're gonna have to push forward and I think you know maybe maybe the Ezra the, the Ezra storyline isn't interesting to everybody but I think I think Ahsoka and Sabine together, live action or otherwise, would be pretty compelling. I think in the end, and I think, mm. and I think, I think you know, after Jedi and all that stuff, 
So that's personally what I'm here for. That's what I would like to see with the container of the story. Um, and I think I think it's what most people want to see too. And then like you know now after Clone Wars with Rex and all the other stuff, people might care more about those characters. You know, so what do you, that'd be a post man like is it butting against Mandalorian now or like that's uh, that's kind of weird when you've got two potential timelines or two events happening in two separate series butting against each other. But I guess we we'll just have to. I think it's, I think that's the they, thing. I mean, I think I think that that's exactly the thing. I think Noah was saying that they're. That the, the possibility of them bringing them back on Mandalorian was to initiate them into their own series. Mm, yeah, okay. kind of cool. Yeah. What do you think about this, Woodrow? What do you got on this, man? Um, you know, I don't think going after Ezra is the natural play, but I think post Mandalorian or some fill in, maybe they run into the First Order. I mean, Maybe they go off to Ezra. I, I really don't know what to think, but I definitely think you guys are hitting all the notes of my thoughts of what possibly could happen. Yeah. But I mean, is it is it hurt by having like we know that we assume that like by the time we hit Force Awakens, those characters aren't like Ahsoka and Ezra obviously more than other aren't around. Does it sort of go like oh we already kind of know that there's no Jedi's start apart from Luke in his academy, but does it not I matter? Mean, it it could be neat if they're somehow involved with trying to track down these artifacts that lead to Palpatine. I mean, that could be interesting. You know, like they run into Ochi or something. You know, mm. like I I don't know. It's I think what Eric's saying is probably the most logical deal with it, or what you know the things that Lucas mentioned also. You know, I, a combination of those things, I guess. I don't know, man. I think Ahsoka's a hot button topic right now, and they'd be kind yeah. of uh, they'd be kind of a fool to not ride that wave. Just like how the Mandalorian is a hot hot too, so they they almost would be combining those things with having yeah. Ahsoka and Sabine come back. Well, and and if you're gonna do a new series, why not have the Mandalorian show up in one of those shows on the Ahsoka show or whatever? You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I can totally see that too. I will say this. I think that the whole um, sort of the back to the future aspect of, hey, here's what was happening just outside of the camera frame sort of thing. I feel like they nailed down how to make that work in this last season of Clone Wars with Ahsoka and when Order 66 was happening and all of that. I think that played mm. out perfectly, but I also don't think it would have if you hadn't had all of this backstory with Ahsoka. Mm. Uh, it, yeah. That's, that's why I think it works so well. But uh, because it really, honestly, like with Josh's friend talking about it, it the reason though that show worked out so well was the feels. The people mm. who were emotionally connected to the movies during that timeline and then Ahsoka also in the the Clone Wars timeline. That's what made that resonate so well. Now, this I it took me forever to finally get the thing out two days late, but Strahler's Family Secrets, we were talking about it and Stella was instantly, I'm like, hey, Stella and the Clone Wars and Blanche. She goes, yeah. And I'm like, what did you, Ahsoka? Yeah, but still Ahsoka. But Stella, what Ahsoka? She <laughs> was she loves Ahsoka, and I do think that that is a really 
like like Luke said, a hot button thing right now. And I mean, for good reason. She's an incredible character, but uh, I th- I think that like it did suck Stella in, but she had just enough exposure to both sides of the thing. But so I think I don't know, man, Chapman. I'm intrigued about the idea of doing something in between, like uh, going up through Rogue One. And all, or you know, leading up to Rogue One, because you guys remember how much time was it between the end of Rebels and the start of Rogue One? Was it a matter of a couple of years? The the start of Rebels? No, the end where Rebels ends. Um, Rebels ends. The, the 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 literal end is after Return of the Jedi. No, 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 no. I I know that, but I'm talking about when Ezra gets taken away. Oh, uh, and all that. When, yeah. when they have the battle on Lothal, I think it's a couple years before yeah. Rogue One. No, yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's years, bro. I think it's like maybe a year. It's pretty close, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Hera becomes a general, and she wasn't in Re- the end of Rebels, but that could very well mean her. She wasn't. No, she wasn't a general when they took down Lothal. But I, I could see them saying, "Hey, look, they took down yeah. the Empire and Lothal. Let's make her a general. Give that lady a promotion." <laughs> you know, it, it could totally be a year. But yeah. I think it was two. I think they said it was two years before Rogue One. Well, I mean, Rogue know, One butts up right about, against A New Hope. You're talking about like the Ahsoka, like being hot. You know, Ahsoka that she's so hot right now. Like, could could the live action Ahsoka like? kill it like if they don't quite nail it like it's a it's a pretty risky move isn't it like you're taking this character that's really established in a couple of animated things now and it's not an easy design maybe it's my designer hat coming on luke maybe the same mm-hmm. like it's not an easy design to translate to live action without going yeah geez this is a bit weird well i i, I think they're going to do it right because the other news that came out of between Corey and Noah and stuff like that was that it sounds like Ahsoka's only going to be in like one episode of the Mandalorian. So it's like a way mm-hmm. that they could make sure that people are like, Oh yeah, I want to see more of that instead of like, you know, like it's like, it's like they're like, they're like casual, you know, shallow way to make sure people are going to like it. You know, you know, you just, like- you just don't want some like crappy, you know, pick leaking early that doesn't do it justice you know what i mean like that kind right. of stuff would really hurt it sort of thing so yeah you kind of just want that almost look like that baby yoda reveal it just seems like that whole mandalorian sets a total leak leak fest now after they kept that that baby yoda under wraps i don't know or is it i just think people just throwing stuff at the wall just thinking something will stick just making stuff up well if ahsoka is in the mandalorian all that stuff i think right now is going to be a better time where things won't leak because people can't go to the sets and they can't go what you know they're less likely to go and stuff like that mm. because 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 there's because there's no because what they're always they're already done shooting it and actually Bob Iger came out today and said that um that they that they that the plan is that there will be no delay in the Mandalorian uh being released uh because because um, that the, the shoot is already done and they are currently in the, the post production of it, and that they're almost they're like they're, they're in full steam ahead on that. So you know, around at Favreau's house with their laptops out, just kind of yeah. You, know. you could probably you know, put that Favreau could put that big like stage thing in his in his backyard or something. Probably it's, 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 it's already there. We we we, 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 yeah. we know that thing filmed in his house. It's got to be. But I, I gotta say, I always wondered. 
you know, with things like this and you know, when, when this happened and like all these production crews and stuff who were working on movies and stuff like that, where they couldn't go to the office anymore, did they, because the machines that they work on at those studios are obviously way better than anything they're going to have at their house. Most likely. Do you think that they were like, okay, you can you can take these home and then use these at your house, but there's these stipulations like you can only use it for work. And we find out you did anything on it, then like you bought this twelve thousand dollar machine, you know, whatever else. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I I like you would think they have they have to give them something like that in order to just the processing power needed to handle all those computer graphics. You know? Yeah, it depends if it's central. Like too much shop talk here, but I. A lot of the times they'll have like a big central machine that they all feed into that does all the processing uh, for them. And then, virtual you know, machine, so, but okay. yeah, but if you can do that remotely, I'm not too sure. Like I'd have to. I've got some friends who work in special effects. I should ask them actually get get the insight. But um, yeah, look, you know, I can kind of get my email to work at, at work at home pretty well. So <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, with the virtual machine, just for some nerd talk, is the if if you can connect to it externally or internally the like the mechanics of it it can't tell it doesn't care where you're at it's because you're it's still mm. just a network connection to a virtual machine and uh but anyhow no i'm but sure the, that they're but, not but the, the, the problem is internet speeds though right i mean <laughs> well dude like it, yeah. uh, we've talked about this Arage, just casual consumer level he has a 500 megabits per second up and down synchronous fiber, which fiber is like a faucet being turned on when it's on. Here's how much internet is coming out and going in all at the same time. And uh, another friend of ours, uh, Tracy moon, he's got a gigabit per second up and down full time, dude, that is astronomical. And that's, that's consumer level internet now. In, in yeah, don't get California. me started on Australia's internet. We were supposed say. to have that, and then <laughs> Rupert Murdoch made sure that we didn't. So, well, what, just yeah. so, so you guys know, when, Evil we were motherfucker. First, when we were first getting a hold of Chapman, we heard getting his modem cranked up, man. I'm just like, gr- like cranking the. <laughs> he got yeah. the 386 up and running. Yeah. Oh man, my the first Pentium computer was a 386. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. Four megabytes of RAM. I'm older than you. I'm older than you. I had an (laughs) IBM XT. (laughs) Oh, nice. Dude, I had uh, um, a TI-99-4A. That was before the internet was a thing. Um, I had a... uh, this old it was a it wasn't made by IBM but it was it I remember it had a um a 256 megabyte hard drive and I was the cool kid because I had the best computer <laughs> and oh, nice uh, yeah it was a huge deal man uh did you get your copy of doom 2 and uh program all the voices to say crazy shit you'd recorded with your friends during the game instead of the <laughs> monster like, noises like leisure suit larry or something eric oh yeah oh, leisure suit larry man that oh, was a leisure big suit one. larry was that was a big one um yeah, yeah that i was, hear i'm going king's quest and we're, you guys are going leisure suit larry the, uh, but yeah i remember playing doom and i had a uh, a, a really good patch somebody made where it was barney and, oh uh, yeah i remember that that patch. was a good one oh, that was I, a good one i think i played the homer one yeah oh Wasn't homer doom, one was good too i mean i i never played i, I played a little bit at my friend's house but it wasn't doom the game that you had like 
four like 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 several floppy discs of it to play. Or what 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 is what what game was that we had? Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Oh, you name it. Yeah, that was Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 3D. I, bought, I had X-Wing on PC and it came on oh, six floppy disks, I think. Yes. And I think, and I think TIE Fighter came on 10, I think, as well. Yes. Like, little. And, then, and then they put it on like three CD-ROM, remember, or two CD-ROM, some odd number yeah. of CD-ROM. Well, it's, Man, I played a lot of X-Wing. It's funny because back then, like when you were still doing like before all games came on uh, three and a half inch floppies, which were for all you kids were like the square cheese looking things that were hard plastic. You had the actual floppy floppy disk, the five and a quarters. Um, mm-hmm. And even when everybody, for the most part, had uh, double side, double density drives they still wouldn't release games on those because it wasn't a hundred percent universal that everybody would have them so you'd have this stack of single density single-sided floppy disks and you know this was before you had the hard drive space to just install it on the hard drive and go man so yeah you had to do some fly it was kind of like watching a movie on laser disc except a thousand times worse <laughs> I, I just imagine how my kids are going to feel when I tell them the days that we use cassettes and we use CDs and we had these little things. We put these little square rectangle things we put in our computers. We could save our Word document and give it to our teacher. And like, I have older, I have older children, and we're having those conversations now, and they're like, "You're lying." And I'm like, "I'm not." <laughs> we used to play. We games had phones on with cords to the wall. Uh. <laughs> Go on, Chapman. You have a computer that used a cassette uh, my, drive? Yeah, my mate had a, a Commodore 64 and it had a cassette drive. We you have to put like games are literally on cassettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that was for Yeah, I had, those had are the days. The TI-99 4A, man, that's what I had and I had a um a cassette player that actually had a remote input which uh you there was a thing that plugged into the 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 Texas instruments and it would start and stop the the transport of the tape deck for you and it was it sounded like a fax machine that's what was on the tape and so <laughs> oh if, there, if it would get stretched out it would quit working and uh but yeah you could make a backup of it real easy all you needed was a double cassette deck and boom you're good to go. Dude, that reminds me of in 85, my parents, instead of getting us an NES, and I had some neighbor friends down the road that their parents had inspired with my parents to to not buy an, an NES Nintendo. And they got us something called the video game VHS game system. And it was like a fucking VHS and like the duck hunt gun. And you do like a sub mission and then you do like a space mission. And it was just like this light gun. It was such bullshit, and we were all pissed about it. Like, it had, like, a Top Gun tape. It was, like, kind of like Top Gun because it had come out the year before. Uh, and we're just like, okay, we played this, like, three times. It sucks. And then I remember my dad saying, we should have got him the fucking Nintendo. <laughs> we we just watched The Princess Bride, yes, uh, a couple days ago. And nice. at the beginning, Fred Savage is playing, uh, like, Atari baseball yeah something like that yeah. and my kids are looking at the screen like <laughs> that's not real and <laughs> i was like what's yeah, wrong with that that's what video games were that's like how, when mommy and daddy were young i think it's rbi baseball on nintendo actually is that what it is i when think I, so when i was a when i was a kid i wanted an nes more than anything and i used to Beg my parents and it was just like, no, nah, I got nothing. Like, no way. We don't have any video games in the house. And then my aunt went overseas to America on a trip 
And at my birthday, I got an NES, she'd, but she'd brought it back from America. And Aww. I don't know if you know anything about PAL at NTSC. Oh, yeah. So a, an NTSC NES won't work on an Australian PAL TV. So I had my birthday with my friends there. We're going to play some heavy shredding on the Aww. NES. Oh, <laughs> Plug no. It in. Not working. And I was just like, well, I guess we'll just have to go get another one. And we were like, no, we're not, no, that's it. That's, that's just too bad. So at my parents' house, there's an NES that's been used probably once in a box still sitting up there, like on a shelf. It's barely been touched. So it's, yeah. Dude, that's it's, there's so you know how much that thing is worth, bro? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's come out of the packet at least once, but it's it. It doesn't like matter. That like shit is worth some money, bro. Uh, All right. I don't know. It, it, I'll have, the, have a look. The, I'll get the, on the, eBay. The, I ever tell you the story about how I got my my Nintendo? My no. my mom had this. I I don't know. I think she had 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 friend zone the shit out of this dude. I don't know what what happened here. It was her friend, and uh, air quotes. <laughs> and like when like like one day I got I got home and he's like, "Hey man, I got you this Nintendo." I'm like, "Word, dude, that's friends with my mom." <laughs> <laughs> and and the, yeah, he got me this game, all the systems. I'm like, she's like, yeah, I don't really like him that much, but here you go. There's your Nintendo. I'm like, mom, what are you doing? Your How mom was get- a dime piece, bro. She got <laughs> your, her boyfriend yeah. to buy you a fucking Nintendo. <laughs> Not even her boyfriend. The dude that wanted to be her boyfriend. Friend zoned a motherfucker into buying you a Nintendo. Dude, your mom is like a hot dime piece. I guarantee it. No way some dude would do that unless he thought there was a shot. My mom is a pretty lady. She always has. Has been so nice. Like it, it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you benefited, it's always, sir. It, it's always been a problem. My friends, my 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 friends in school would always talk about how like I saw. I, I swear to God, I, I saw I saw I saw your hot mom in a porn. Like no, you didn't. You fucking liar. <laughs> like, shit like that all the time. They're always imagine what you do for a Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it's just funny. Nintendo. <laughs> uh, I. One, one, this is one, a Star one, Wars one, podcast, we'll right? On. We talked about Nintendo for twenty minutes. <laughs> the biggest problem I ever had ever was we talking about cassettes. Is the sadness whenever something you watched or played a lot, it all of a sudden it quit working and you pulled it out and just the ribbon, the magnetic tape. Was oh just like, God! And then like sometimes you could salvage it, but it was never quite the same. It was just, my Led Zeppelin two album that happened, man, and I played the shit out of it. And I know it was the cassette player I was using. You know how they you'd pull it out and it was like stuck in the machine. You're like, oh god, no! And you have to get the pencil and wind it back up. <laughs> Kids don't know how we had it, man. <laughs> yeah, times were hard, man. That was that yeah. was very tough. Um, so. So yeah, you're talking to some old guys, uh, <laughs> right? So like, Josh, does Baby Yoda have cassettes? Let's bring he it back did. around. He did. He uh, did. Uh, so let's talk about the Mandalorian for a minute. You you love the show, I'm sure, just like everybody else in the world. Mm-hmm. All right, how where are you at for season two? Like as this much time has gone by, are you still just on fire waiting for it to get here in October? Yeah, I think so. Like. It's all we got this year. I mean, we've got other stuff, but this is the next big thing. There's no movie to look forward to at the end of the year. Um, it was weird because it just, it, you know, we, we rode the Mandalorian and then we rode straight into Rise of Skywalker and then it was just like kind of falling off a cliff when that kind of finished because it was like we were on this crazy Star Wars hype train for felt like two months and then like, you know, it just kind of ended and then you're sort of sitting there with withdrawals and stuff. But it'll, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I want to see where they go. Like I, I want to 
world build. I want to throw the story out wider. I want to see what the Republic's up to. I want to, you know, if you're going to go to the, the planet of the Yodas, if you're going to find more Force people. I want to hear the name Luke Skywalker dropped. Um, let's... They're on a winner here. I think they, they could do a lot of stuff. Like I'd, I think Bounty of the Week isn't going to cut it anymore, and I think they can't rely on Baby Yoda as much as they have too. Like eventually you've got you to push the, push the boundaries, and I think they're up for it. Like I think it's going to be – they're going to surprise us. I think we think we know what's going on, but I think that Favreau's in control of the information here. Well, as a creative, because you, you know – you talk with Cruz. Me and Favreau were just like this. You know, yeah, you just, guys are hanging out <laughs> all the time. I did make John Favreau's pastor the other day. So, you know, I am just like John Favreau. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, so let me ask you this. We were talking about the um, the docu the docu series. What is it called? The the galleries? It's a, it's, is that what it's it is? It's a dumb name. It's just a stupid, Masterpiece stupid Theater name. or something, isn't it? Like It's, like, it's, it's the a thing like I watch every Friday. It's like Disney's gallery, <laughs> The Mandalorian. It's yeah. like, how about just, just something different? Just Why do you about be Mandalorian documentary. Yeah. It's like inside the actor's studio. Yeah. <laughs> how, how have you enjoyed that? We've, we're two episodes in. What did you think of the second one? It was great, but it's just too short. And it's it's just them talking around a round table. Like, just give me, surely there's 20 more foot minutes of footage just make it 50 minutes long and have them talk for 20 minutes more like i didn't see why it needed to be that short um what what possibly were you cutting out what was so bad that you're just leaving on the cutting room floor just um so that was a little bit frustrating like i kind of put it in on disney plus and started watching i'm like what this is only 28 minutes long what a bummer and and even the last eight minutes was just feloni like sort of just dropping his mic and taking out his big putting his big star wars hat on See, that's the problem, is that I think while that was epic and I loved it, I think a lot of their conversations is Dave Filoni explaining in super detail about what George meant, about what Star Wars really is, about all these little details about things, and people going, yeah, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I noticed, and I was joking around about this today on one of our group chats, but man, Favreau is the interrupting est guy ever i mean he even did it to kathleen kennedy when she starts oh, talking yeah. and she's and he's just like and he's like it's not an intentional i need to shut this person up but he just wades in swinging and shuts whoever it is down and there was a couple things that people were talking about where i really wanted to see where they were going with it but then, I'm pretty sure Kathleen like shut him down when he started interrupting. He's like, no, 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 I got, I, I got to tell you this. this just- <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me put my big Star Wars hat on, John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe that's why it was only 28 minutes long. It was just like we, we saw we got on a roll. Favreau just sort of like cut us off and. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was hoping. I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed this episode. I liked the first one better. I think. But uh, I, I want to see more technology mm. and the how the why it is cool but i want to see the how that's what i really want to want to get down into the nitty-gritty of and i'm hoping that's something that they branch into but uh i've not heard anybody talking about here's what episode three is about or anything like that i haven't heard anybody sliding out information have you guys heard any such thing no i haven't heard a thing no 
I have it, and I don't write any more details about it at all. Uh, I, 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 but but it's 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 every Friday, yeah, right? That's that's how it's going to go now. Yeah, because yeah. you know they have the they have the the, the initial May the fourth, and then following Friday. So I don't know. I've not seen anything. I feel like they've been they've been sitting on them for a while. They've probably been shot and edited and just sort of you know. I'd yeah, just been yeah. sitting, waiting to to drop really. So it's probably less likely stuff's going to get out because it's not like they're sending out screeners or anything. I think it's just oh, we'll just plop that in the little Disney Plus machine and let everybody have it. I now. So did you notice that Toro Calican made a brief appearance in this episode? <sighs> as soon as I saw that, I, had to I was bring just him like, up. well, <laughs> yeah. And I to, I bring him up because wouldn't you think that? They'd be after him just publicly ripping on the rise of Skywalker, which whatever, okay. But to, talking about biting the hand that feeds you, I'm surprised they didn't just like smoothly chop him out of that that piece. And then huh. Paramount hires him to be Captain Kirk. Fuck. Well, that he's in shit. talks. He's in Sorry. talks. <laughs> in talks to no. be Captain Pike. No, no, it's uh, Kirk. The article's deceiving until you read it. Oh, really? Yeah, they acted like, oh, Pike or Kirk, but they're really thinking Kirk. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Ugh. Don't do it, <laughs> Paramount. Don't. Dude, that guy. Nah, I can't see that. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think he's going to be in there. Like, you can't, you know, if they're going to be, what are there six more episodes of this thing? They're going to they're gonna go back to, hey, when we were shot in the thing that looked just like Moss Eisley, like, they got to, they can't just put a big emoji sticker over his face or something. Like, they're going to have to, have him in there somewhere for some more screen caps for steel to grab. So, <laughs> well, they'll probably refer to him by his uh, top secret production name, Summer's Eve. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Uh, That's no, I great. just, dude. To me, there's something about, like I said, biting the hand that feeds you. It, it, I just find it's tasteful. It's one thing to have an opinion, but you know, like. Um, uh, the people who what's uh Kristen Stewart crapping on the Twilight movies? Look, I get it, but they they're why you are in a position to crap on them now. I I mm-hmm. y- they were what they were. It's like people who were in the Transformers movies. It's one thing that Shia LaBeouf, yeah, but well, <laughs> I just don't. I guess like. Alec Guinness, you know, crapped on Star Wars, and even Harrison Ford has from time to time. Is it just that they're way more likable than this guy? <laughs> I, I, yes, I think so. Well, and they're both very talented. <laughs> Have you ever seen a dude with a more punchable face? <laughs> like seriously, I look at him and I go, "I just want to punch you in the face." Like, yeah, I'm we not get a it. punch you in the face, guy. We get it. You're- Maybe that's a celebration booking table you can do. You know, it's like pay a hundred dollars at celebration next year, Dallas, to to punch him in the face. Like, dude, like, like that's he's a, a great cute, like like he's cute, bucks, right? He's he, he's a cute dude. He really is. Whatever, he's a good looking guy. But like, it reminds me of like Fight Club. Whenever, 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 whenever Brad Pitt destroys Jared Leto's face, oh, Jared Leto's face. He's cute <laughs> like a pug's anus, bro. Nah, nah. He's a oh. he, he's a, he's a, he's a good looking dude. He's just a cocky little shit. But anyways, it's just like. You're, you're just you're just you're just letting your your hate your hate smear, smear the facts. But anyways, uh, yeah, it, it, no, it wasn't it wasn't Brad Pitt that did it. It was it was uh, Edward Norton's character that was well, the same guy, obviously, but the actor. Anyways, 
Get, I don't know, get, don't get the Fight Club facts wrong. Spoilers, uh, mate. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. Club. The second I, I, rule I, I of Fight he, Club is if you're going to talk about it, you have to get the details right. I know. Right? I know. <laughs> In reference Project Mayhem, you got to do it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not blowing up any skyscrapers there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of hope that character just fades away forever. I think I think the only reason why he stayed in that shot was because it was a cool looking shot. He's like, oh well, we need some little some little B roll here. Let's let leave him in there. Me, me, yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, after that, kind of the sky's the limit. Uh, out of out of everything that we know, is what's looking out past that. Josh, what's the what's the big thing for you? What are you most looking forward to next between Cassian and, and any of this? What's going to be, where's your attention going to go after this comes up? Oh, I'd have to check the schedule, I suppose, Cassian. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Um, Obi-Wan, obviously. And I this the Taika Waititi one is really, yeah, I love Taika Waititi's movies. I love his his brand of humour. Uh, like, there's a lot of articles, people sort of like, oh, you know, he's too silly. He, he, he doesn't take it seriously, you know, his kind of stuff. But, like, Taika Waititi's sort of humour is very, it's a very New Zealand kind of thing. It's almost like um, how a normal person would react in a, unnormal situation so you're not kind of making it's almost like putting real world reactions and real world things that happen in weird situations like Thor Ragnarok's a lot of like you know like he's hanging from the chain and he just you know he kind of gets around it's it's those real world moments of things of like I'm surrounded in this ridiculousness um I'm just a, a person reacting normally to stuff and that's why it seems kind of weird because it's almost not like you're stepping out of it or making fun of it or breaking the fourth role it's just sort of the the human element he he does really well and new zealand humor is really good at that too like the, the human element of stuff um it, i just really want to see what he does in star wars and he did that like he brought that in in the mandalorian and if you're gonna hire taika watiti you've got to let the eagle soar man like you've, yep. you've got to do that like there's no point like you can just get anybody to direct a star wars movie you might as well just get ron howard who's a great director but you know he'll give you what you think when you write star wars movie on on the wall and those beats like let him let him do his thing i think and having a co-writer um will will rein him in as need to and he even acknowledges in the documentary he needs to be he needed to be reined in in places and um yeah i'd love to see what that is i don't know what it's going to be um i I hope he puts uh, jermaine clement in there Oh, dude, dude! <laughs> yeah. Like put Brett, it, put Brett in and Moana, the, the and- Moana when he does the the crab song, it, it's shiny. <laughs> I love that shit, man. The, Jermaine is great in everything he's done. The, those, Absolutely, that whole group of dudes is just the best. They're the so best. funny, man. Like um, um, the guy that plays their manager in Flight of the Concords on HBO. He was yeah, on Reese like, Darby. Yes, man. Yeah, yeah, he is yeah. hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah. What? Brit- yeah. Do they know when is that movie supposed to come out? What'd they say? I bet it's don't the know. We don't know what this 2022 one. movie is. I don't think mm, so. You don't think I it'll don't be that? I no. mean, his schedule lines up for that. I thought it was later. Uh, I, I'd be surprised if his movie came out any earlier than 2023. I'd be surprised. So you think the uh, Kevin Feige one is the 2022 one? I don't know. I don't know. I, Let yeah. me ask you that. I mean... He's the only director on the deck, officially on deck at the moment. Like there is no other Star Wars movie director officially yeah. doing anything as far Ryan, as Star Wars Ryan, is announced. Ryan isn't. 
That's what's going to. Well, he's not officially Josh. like he, you know, he is. He's, you know, he he's said he wants to do it, and they said they're going to do it. But as far as Star Wars going, we've got a he, we've got a director who's going to make a Star Wars movie. Taika is the only one at the moment who is in existence. So yeah, yeah. I, I was going to ask you that. Do you do, do you feel like with the lack of information about that, is are they still just kind of waiting and seeing with that, or or what with Ryan? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he's the – Ryan's also the ace in the hole, I think, a little bit now that you can bring that back. You've got a, if, if you've got a guy, you know, who's Oscar-nominated now, has had another hit movie, sure, last year I divided people, whatever. I think that they're just going, we've got a guy who can, who's got a trilogy up his sleeve that we can pull out when we need um, and, and get that rolling. I think um, the danger is if you wait too long, you might lose him. Yeah, but hopefully he's writing right now. Hopefully Brian Johnson's in his house, at his desk at the moment. You know, churning out some ideas while this is all going down. Um, I feel like you know people kind of go, "Oh, Star Wars." They don't know what they're doing. It's a you know they're just hoping for the best and stuff. I think there's a there's a big plan. I think there's sometimes stuff gets taken off the walls. I think the you know the Solo two thing had to be taken off the off the schedule, and we would have Solo two probably would have been the movie we got at the end of the year this year had that movie done better. Like that's probably what we would have been seeing at the end of the year. Um, that was probably the original plan. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. And regardless of any of that, the the continuation of parts of that story are still something I would love to see in some form or another. Uh, well, the irony being that if Solo 2 did come out at the end of the year, even if they just went and made it regardless, it probably do really well because – there's it's a Star Wars movie at Christmas. There's nothing else coming on. It's got enough of a fan base. It probably would make bank regardless. But it, I think they're just not. Obviously, they don't think it's worth the risk. Yeah, I yeah, am that. curious to see how how movies are going to do in Star Wars without the stigma of the Skywalker, you know, saga tied to it. I wonder how they're going to fare in general. I almost feel like they'll do better because there isn't a stigma. Uh-huh. Like, it, I mean, okay, in the context that we get this killer Star Wars trailer and everybody will just get excited about it because they don't have to worry about, does it fit into this mold? I almost feel like it might be healing for the fandom in some way. What's well, why Tyke is such a, a brilliant move, I think, just because he's got so much good faith. He's got a, He's already had a hit movie with Ragnarok. Won, he, an, o- won an Oscar. Won an Oscar. He's very popular, but also... Enough that you look at him and go like, oh, well, it's not going to be more of the same. It is going to be something different. So if that ends up being the next one that comes out, it's it's a pretty safe bet. There's no such thing as a safe bet, but it certainly ticks a lot of boxes. Yes. Well, if – I man, I really thought the that it – I guess it probably didn't have a date now that I'm thinking about it. I think it just said for a theatrical release and blah, blah, blah. It was completely open-ended. So I suppose that could be it. Uh well, Josh, man, thanks so much for coming Yo. on. And uh, I, maybe next time we'll have you on, we'll watch an episode of Rebels. How you feel about that? <laughs> hey, that's all right. That's all right. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to do whatever you guys want to do. I'm always, I love coming on, you know, coming on and having you guys on my show. I love, love seeing your faces. I wish I could see your faces again sooner. <laughs> it's just sad. It just oh, makes man. me miss you when I, when I you know, but Dude. luckily I get to have you in my ears every week. How grateful I am that we had that dinner together that night in celebration, that we all got to hang out together. I mean, come on. That was great. It yeah. was. 
it was it just it's the appetizers to the next main course, guys. It'll happen eventually. You know, just got to keep holding on to that dream. Rebellion the next on year hope. when we're all safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we're all safe. <laughs> I will say this, man. Being able to do podcasting like this and like see other people. Uh, even on video is definitely helps uh, not being able to go out and do stuff. Cause I realized like a guy that I work with just real casually mentioned something. Uh, we were trying to like move some gear around and I said, man, I hope, you, you know, if we're not, if you'd rather do this another day. And he goes, no, it's, you know, it's not like I got any place else I can go or anybody to go home to like that. And it's like, Holy crap, man! You that I realize how hard that's got to be for people who who are in that situation. So being able to do oh. this, being able to get together in this way, man, it's and it made me think too. While we're talking about this, reach out and see how people are doing. You know, we're getting close to the end of this, oh. I think, but still, this is a good opportunity to announce we're going to do the Patreon Zoom or Skype call next Sunday in the U.S at we'll call it 1300 pacific standard time jesus well there you go (laughs) so i forgot to announce that at the beginning of the show so this is a great opportunity uh so we're going to do a skype call i'll send out the the link to the skype call on patreon so if you're a patreon supporter and you you know you'd like to join you just click on that you know check your email and if you're not a patreon supporter and would like to be eric where can they find the patreon I'll tell you what to do. Just go to patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators. There's a lot of cool shows on there, man. Just released a Strother's Family Secrets on Sunday on Mother's Day. Good job there, Eric. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Just make sure you guys are wearing shirts for that. Like, it's all right that you're just potting with me and you keep your shirts off. But maybe like when you've got your patrons and stuff, <laughs> put a shirt on, guys, and some pants. That'd be great. Uh, just a little tip. I'll tell you what, nobody wants to see me with my shirt off right now. Oi. But anyway, I want to thank all the Patreon supporters for messaging me and saying they'd be into it. I thought that was really neat of all of you being excited. And it's definitely what Eric's talking about, being able to hang out and see people. I mean, this is just going to be a hangout. And uh, obviously, you dudes are welcome to join. I'll send you the link, of course. If you can't make it, great. I'll host it. No big deal. Yeah, man. Throw it at me. One of the things that my my family and I did on this episode of Strive Stranger Secrets because I was intended to have it out on Friday. That's typically when it comes out. But I was trying to do this whole Mother's Day slash pandemic thing. And well, it ended up having to be recorded on Mother's Day. And uh, we, <laughs> I busted out the guitar and we sang a little tune at the end. And it was real It was sweet. beautiful, man. It, it was, was beautiful. It was real fine. It was neat. But uh, definitely, I just wanted everybody to know we, we miss you in the saddest fashion. But uh, anyhow, anyhow, Josh, tell everybody where they can find your excellent podcast. Uh, Go to StarWarsSpeltOut.com or just look out for Star Wars Spelt Out on your Google machine and stuff. You can find us on all the platforms. Peppa Pig pod, same as well. We're the only Peppa Pig podcasting town, so pretty easy to find. Uh, If you want silly T-shirts, T-Public, there's a new, we just got a brand new design if you like Metallica and you like Mon Mothma. It's the T-shirt you've always wanted, uh, and that's up on Tee Public. Um, or go to Redbubble if you're in Australia because it's way cheaper um, to just get it from there because they can print them locally, which is cool. So, yeah, check them out. Come on over. We'd love to see you. Awesome, you can get man. a Lando Jazz T-shirt on there too. Oh, yeah, you can. 
So yeah, you, can, you can get all sorts of silly inside joke shirts. <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar with Josh's excellent merch, man, you're missing out. He's, he's he does have some really good stuff, man. I was looking at my closet to see what I could get rid of to shove some more Josh Chapman magic in there. But uh, dude, he gave me the the uh, beanie off his head at celebration because I didn't get one. That's how nice a guy oh, he that's is. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I hope you washed it. <laughs> I did, and I've worn it all winter. It was great. Yeah, he gave me his episode nine beanie. That was really sweet too, man. You're a good guy, Josh mm. Chapman. <laughs> Yes, you are. You really so just, are. I was hoping to make your day, Eric. I've told that story that I was like, oh, Eric didn't get a panel. I'll cheer him up. I'll give him my episode nine. And I was, we we're in the queue for, I think it was the episode one music thing. And I came up and I said, oh, Eric, here's the, the episode nine beanie. You know, here you go. I don't need it. And you're like, oh, thanks, man. Tell you what, I just got backstage with Steel and I saw Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac and John Boyega and Kathy Kennedy. And man, that was the best <laughs> things that ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, I hope this, this beanie, beanie won't mean as much as, as well. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but anyway, but the beanie was an excellent you, you consolation me again. prize. <laughs> but uh, I didn't get one. I was excited for him. But uh, well, man, yeah, thank you again for coming on. Uh, definitely check out Star Wars Spelt Out. It's a really good show, man. Josh is a great host, and he's it's it is it is a fun, lighthearted, fun, funny show. So definitely give it a go. Uh, you know what? You can. Uh, we already mentioned uh, merch. Check out. We are on Redbubble. Also, you can. The link was in the show description last time. By the way, I luckily remembered it at the zero hour. So you can check out our stuff on T Public and on Redbubble. Just look in the show description. The masks are still out. available, right? The uh, yes. As of last glance, T Public had their mask up for sale again too. I don't know if that's gone now okay. or not, but. Um, cool. Well, it's coming and going. Get your mask, guys. Wear them. Yeah, because I'm telling you right now, this time of, it, it's not going to go away. Where we need these, just FYI, for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's going to come and go, man. But uh, anyhow, blah blah. Get your blah. Chris Hall artist. Uh, yeah. You know, make sure you get those logos. You know, you get Rio lifting weights on your face. People are going to comment. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so uh, in, in the meanwhile, follow the show on Twitter at bad underscore motivators. Follow me on Twitter. Or don't, I don't care. At Eric Strothers and Luke. At Luke Cruiser. And Dallas. At Tarkin Tangents. Sweet, man. Well, hey, I think Taylor Swift is awesome. And until next time, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. Bye. The bad motivators. <laughs>